When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, everyone? Mike Singer and Tim Hyde from Blue and Gold with this week's Notre Dame football show here on YouTube and for podcast audience, Pod Like a Champion, as we have it titled. I hope everyone is doing well. It's been a crazy, chaotic few weeks, um, but we're back on our Wednesday slot, even if we had to start at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time this week. Um, so, uh, Mr. Hyde, how are you doing? I'm ready to roll. I mean, yeah, yeah, really excited for tonight's show. So i got a great guest, and um Looking forward to that. So it's going to be fun. And, yeah, and, yeah. yeah we got some fun topics that you've uh, brought up. So let's just jump right into it and enjoy a nice Wednesday night with everybody. I hope you recruiting nuts are ready to go because we are, it's, unless we get some super chats that want to talk about the current roster, we are talking all recruiting tonight. And as Tim mentioned, our guest for tonight's show, um, Cincinnati Archbishop Muller, class of 2024 cornerback and Notre Dame commits. Carson Hobbs. If you guys haven't, um, you know, read interview, read interviews with Hobbs um, or, or heard from him in various media appearances, you guys will really like him. So let us know where you're watching from, um, what, what you're drinking, what you're up to. Um, yeah, let us know in the comments if you're with us live. Uh, if you're listening via podcast, please leave us a kind review. We always would appreciate that wherever you're listening to the show. Um, and, and folks, please do head over to blueandgold.com. Our current promotions we have going on are $1 for three months, or if you want to go ahead and take the plunge for a year, it's $49.99. So please do consider that. Before we really dive into tonight's show, Tim, uh, we are going to hear um, from our sponsors over at Rogue Shop. We do appreciate them for sponsoring um, our shows here at blueandgold.com. It's the husband and wife outfit as Mr. Rogue and his wife, Shara Craft, cannabis farmers who specialize in small batch, sustainable plant medicine, a true holistic type of small business. They farm and grow everything themselves and do everything by hand. Their website to visit is rogueshop.com. They sell everything from CBD, THC, edibles, tinctures, smokables, bath salts, pain creams, topicals, vapes, candles, soaps, and more. Their website also has a 24-7 chat function where you can ask Mr. Rogue and Char any questions you may have. Go check out rogueshop.com. That's again, that's R-O-G-U shop.com if you have issues sleeping, chronic pain, and or anxiety stress. And you can use promo code Blue and gold ticket 10% off your order. Again, that's code blue and gold, uh, one word to get 10% off your order. All right, Tim. So we've done individual videos about this already. So we're not going to dive into the commitments of Styles Prescott and Kedron Young, but I did kind of just want to get a uh, just a general overview of, of the class. Um, I mean, the, as you can see in the middle of the screen here, they have the top independent class in the country of all the independent schools. I mean, it's been a while since Notre Dame signed that. I, I'm joking. Um, number eight class in the country per the on three 
um, industry class ranking, which I can touch on that if folks are kind of like, wait, Notre Dame's three on 24-7 and two on rivals. Why are they eight on on three? Why does on three hate us? I, I can explain that. But 19 commitments, you know, three receivers, three offensive linemen. You got a tight end, two running backs, a quarterback, four defensive linemen, two linebackers, three defensive backs. I think that's the rundown. Just thoughts on this class right now after picking up those two commitments this week. Oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's solid. I mean, it, it's solid. It's a solid class. I mean, you're almost, I mean, we're tipping on 20 already and we're just getting June rolling, which is crazy to think about. And, you know, one thing I let go, go up to the top, Mike, on the, on the roster, the little number up there, the 92.34 Notre Dame is, I mean, if they close on some of these dudes here, this will be three consecutive classes of hitting in the 92s. Never been done at Notre Dame. The only class ever to hit 92. When I say ever, I'm, I'm going Brian Kelly. We're right. talking about 1987 and stuff like that. So I'm just basically talking the modern times, all right? And uh, just basically going from Kelly from 2010. It was the 2013. So I know people love to say this is three-star you and everyone acts like it's just nothing but a load of them. It is pretty balanced class, a lot of positions in this class. And that per player rating, like once again, it's higher than last year's class. So how it, it, it's crazy. And they have a legitimate shot, which I know you've been writing about a ton, Mike, and you and Kyle about who, you know, who's still to visit and the guys that they legitimately have a shot in or they're in the top two for some big time top 100 type football players. So this could close. And I mean, it could be the number 12 class or it could be number four. I mean, it's, it's that type of a, middle ground right now so but with you know with young outstanding one thing i looked at you know i started looking at the you know the state rankings and texas obviously great football he's the fourth highest ranked court uh excuse me running back in the state i found that fascinating because that's what i was like oh how many running backs are in texas a ton as we know so he's the fourth fourth highest ranked running back same as jadarian price by the way so i I found that pretty interesting and obviously just go off his film He's a stud. He's a stud. The running back room is is piling up. And with Prescott, I know we talked about him in our video the other day. Is he was someone Harry wanted. Rudolph obviously has stayed on him. And a ton of big time programs have just been trying to rally him as of late to try and you know get him to visit and whatnot. He's staying in state. So it's good to get him because they didn't offer a lot of linemen this year. That's the other thing. It's not yeah. like don't offer 25 linemen like you know they did what what about 52 linebackers or whatnot so linemen very small group it was because they've been signing five every year so you knew you know as, as you wrote about a few months ago the goal was to get three they got three and now go get the big enchilada and gerby lambert and the big enchilada, the big enchilada and wrap it up and uh and call this one heck of a class when it's all said and done especially at the old line yeah few comments here. Andrew says, we take CJ Carr and Cam Williams for granted since they commit so early. They could be transformational players. I say that all the time. Um, yeah. Seriously, yeah. like we 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 do that. It's all about the next shiny toy. But, you know, when you look at Notre Dame football the past decade, you know, we'll, we'll go to the 2010, right? I feel like in Notre Dame football, we kind of break it up by some of these decades. Like yeah. Brian Kelly and on, what's been Notre Dame's biggest problem? Or, or – Maybe not problem, but the biggest reason 
that they haven't won a national title. And it's, it's the quarterback play, right? Yeah, I mean, if if we can all agree that's going to be really difficult for Notre Dame to go into, you know, the South and beat out Alabama and, um, you know, LSU and some of these schools in the South for those top talent, even Ohio State's like, it's basically like Ohio State's in the South way that they recruit. If Notre Dame's not going to be able to go pound for pound for some of these Southern talents, just, you know, given what Notre Dame is as a university, they have to get the elite quarterback to elevate those around them. So you get a really darn good one, CJ Carr, and you and you hope that he can be yeah. that kind of man. I know that's kind of opening up a whole different discussion. But, but. I mean, I'll, I'll say, I'll, you know, with that with Cam Williams is I'm kind of the, the other side. I'm a big believer in the wide receivers. It's like, you know, when was the last time Notre Dame just threw a little slip screen and the guy went 75 yards? Yeah. So it's like those type of plays. And I was chatting with someone on the message board today because, you know, some, oh, it's always about quarterback, quarterback. And I'm like, well, the last time Notre Dame played Alabama, you know, Deontay Smith, I know he's a Heisman winner, he's a stud, but the guy scored on a bubble, a three-yard slant, and an eight-yard crossing route. So t- all touchdowns in the first half. So when was the last time Notre Dame had a guy who could catch a bubble and, and just break ankles and go right down the sideline and beat everybody? So it, it's it's that. And Notre Dame is piling up some receivers in these last two classes, especially, and get those dudes on the field as soon as they get here. So very, you know, very exciting moving down the road here. All right. Well, I saw some more uh, questions and comments I want to pop up with Scott just at Georgia. Yep. Five-star defense mm-hmm. lineman. From Chicago, St. Ignatius, Justin Scott was at Georgia last weekend for his official visit. I saw a headline, you know, where it was something, I think it was out of Rivals. One of the, I think the Georgia Rivals site said, you know, Scott has Georgia on top. And I don't know if that was per their sources or from what Scott had said. But this th- that battle will continue on. Uh, I wouldn't react too hard no I, matter what for I Scott. Saw right a, I saw an actual quote on an On3 article where his quote was, Georgia is up there with Miami and Notre Dame. Yeah, that was, that was like visit. I thought that was pretty encouraging. Yeah. So Notre Dame is not even getting an official visit, and that's they're already one of the top two schools, which exactly. I think we've been reporting at blueandgold.com. When I say I think, I know. Yes. I posted in the gold standard a couple of weeks ago that I was like Notre Dame sources feel that this is an Irish versus Miami battle. And I think Scott kind of confirmed that. But then he goes to official visit to the two-time defending champs. Of course, you know, George is going to make a big move. Ebbs and flows of the recruiting process. I I wouldn't be too worried about it right now. Yeah. Uh, Trash drops a $10 super chat. Really appreciate that. Trash, uh, um, your your name is not accurate, my friend. He says, if you could change one Notre Dame loss to a win, which game, how, why, and what impact would that have? For me, it's Clemson 2015. We score the points we needed because 2015 was so spe- was special and stops 2016. Um, I'll take the uh, the Bama championship game, you know, 2012. I'll take that one. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm an old old timer. I mean, the first as soon as I read the first sentence, I'm like, don't even need to read anymore. The you want to take one Notre Dame loss. I, don't, I wonder if that hole's still in the wall. It's 93 BC, but that's yeah. that. I mean, they're, they're national. Ch- I'm still claiming that title. I don't care what anyone says. So, but um, oh, it's that one. That I mean, for all those guys, you know, I'd see a guy Tim B wrote 90, yeah, BC. Yeah, that. everyone says 93. All, yeah, all those guys that were around watched that game, man. Whew. The, you know, that it's the comeback. They scored, you know, the huge comeback in the fourth quarter. It was a sleepwalking game. And they got hot, came back in the fourth quarter. Pete Burchis has the interception go right through his hands with a minute to go. And it's like, oh, they would have won the game. And 
couple plays later, the you know, the field goal. <laughs> yeah, Tim B says uh, I was ten and cried for BC ninety three. Uh-huh. Uh, Naptown Cooler says Tim claiming the 93 title is great. Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, 12 seconds on that. You got to claim it. They beat Florida State, Miami beat Notre Dame in 89. It's like, give me a break. This whole it's it's head to head. Everyone knows Bobby Bowden got it. Love Bobby Bowden, hell of a football coach. One of the he can, he's a Mount Rushmore type guy for the things he did at Florida State. He's passed. Notre Dame needs to put it on the play like a champion sign. Someone start that movement online and get to Dr. Jack Swarbrick and let's change that thing. Yeah. I, you know, being, I'm 29 years old and uh, was, you know, a baby when that game happened in 93, that was literally the year I was born in August. So I can't speak to that, but um, yeah. So I, I have to go with 2012 um, because uh, yeah, that's not me. And everyone says, yeah, we need to count the 93 title. Uh, yeah, a few it. more comments here. Trash, really do appreciate the super chat. Tim also says, I think you guys are the most consistent and balanced Notre Dame podcast. Mm-hmm. We might not be, if based on the past month, most consistent in like, you know, actually doing the show or what day of the week or time we do it. Yeah. But usually you can count on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We're, we're But I, I I like to think, yeah, we're, we're pretty consistent. Um, you got your are... radio shows. Yeah, I was going to say, Mike, you got your radio posts. You have your other stuff. You know, in the spring, there's five videos a day that, with Tyler or whatever splicing. We, do a, lot of st- we do a lot of cool stuff. There's I'm a lot. I'm super proud. Believe me, I've, I've gone back trying to find stuff, and I'm like, Mike, there's enough videos on this thing as I'm trying to scroll to try and find a couple certain things. So, yeah, there's a lot of content on the YouTube page. That's a That's a given. All right, and then we get a couple comments. Whatever happened to Gouldsby? And then uh, rumor has it Gouldsby broke up with Mike and does Alabama content now. Care to comment? The thing about Gouldsby is uh, one of my uh, one of my former bosses back in the day told me that you, you do like Sunday nights are huge for YouTube shows. So I kind of was like, all right, Goolsby, we're, we're going to do Goolsby on Sunday night. But then a lot of times Sunday nights are not good for me in the off season to do some of these shows. So I just got to get with Goolsby. Um, I'm, you know, I'm just going to shoot Goolsby. At, Goolsby actually hey, me yesterday. But yeah, we need to get Goolsby yeah. back on. Goolsby is still it's off on season. our team as far as I know. Exactly. No, exactly. It's the off season. I mean, I mean, we're sitting here sometimes like, hey, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. It's June 5th. What do you want to talk about? All right. So things of that nature. It's all good. I, I just texted Goolsby. Let's get you on a show soon. I miss you. Yes. There you go. There you go. All right. A couple of comments. Domerwap says, Tim, what room are you in? I missed the dark wood and maroon. (laughs) (laughs) This is the home office. Yeah. The boat is actually getting some work done right now. Yeah. It's uh, actually, yeah. It's getting work. He says singles on a COVID cruise. I mean, maybe, you know, I was at Tim's place, you know, maybe that, that was the boat. Uh, and then uh, Napton Cooler says, Messi to Miami today. Mike, I'm gutted. I'm pumped about it. I, I'm very happy to have Lionel Messi playing in um, America. Are you kidding me? I think this is fantastic news. But all right, great comments. But yeah, Tim, the uh, before we bring in Carson Hobbs here in, in a minute, um, the biggest need, can, I, I would say it's probably safety the, the rest of the way. I mean, they only have one safety commit. They want to take at least a couple more. But would you agree with me there? Just oh. based on needs, if you want to go based on like talent needs, then yeah, I'd probably go in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when I'm th- yeah, when I'm thinking need, it's like you got 19 players, you got the portal, yeah, you could always use. I want to see my need is for Marcus Freeman to get some of these these big guys. I want to see Marcus Freeman bring home 
couple of these guys, however it works, you know, and you got a bunch of Catholic school kids, you know, Villamil Asa out of Bosco, you got rushing out of South Point Catholic, obviously Chicago Catholic with Scott, uh, Catholic Memorial outside of Boston with Derby Lambert. I want to see him go, go knock on the priest door and say, help me out and get some of these guys from these schools. That's what I want to see. But yeah, if you're looking for one position, close out with some, uh, with a few of these safeties that are just outstanding athletes with Johnson and miles. You've talked about, which I went and rewatched his film. Yeah. My guy he's all quarterback and the guy's fast as could be. He's an outstanding athlete. Yeah, Miles officially visiting Notre Dame this weekend. We will uh, talk about Notre Dame's big official visitor weekend uh, later in the show. And speaking of one of those big official visitors this weekend, and speaking of Catholic school kids, yes, yeah, we're our, our, our special guest for this week's show, Carson Hobbs, who was formerly a South Carolina commit, grew up a big Fighting Irish fan, and Notre Dame flipped him from the Gamecocks last last fall. Carson, I like the hat, man. Looks, Look looks good on you. How you doing, my friend? Good. How are you guys? We doing are great. good. We are good. So let me ask you, you got your Notre Dame official visit this upcoming weekend. For sure. Do you pack? Like, how much do you bring? I mean, you bring a, a big suitcase? Like, Oh, yeah. How does that work? We bring in a suitcase. I'm still packing polo, pants, khakis, polo shirts. I got to find me some nice dress shoes to wear for the dinners. I've been packing all day. Yeah, I'm I'm curious because how much going into the official visit? Okay, so you're locked in, you're 100 committed. There's no like, hey, uh, if I'm Coach Freeman, I don't have to think. I need to make sure Carson Hobbs is locked in. You know, right. like you're, this is just a fun trip for you to hang out with the coaches, hang right. out with your bros, recruit some of the commits. So for you going into it, are you just thinking like, man? what are we doing? Like, I need to make sure I got all the outfits ready to go. Like yeah. what's your mindset going in the official visit? I was just like, I, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that it is the best possible experience I could ever have, honestly. And um, not only that, but also trying to get some more commits coming up this weekend. So, I mean, I've been packing, I've been getting my stuff ready, but the reality is it's really not just an official visit for me, but it's a big recruiting weekend. So I'm trying to focus on the other players and see, what guys we can get landed. I heard you guys talking about we need some more safeties. And, you know, they got another kid coming from, I think, Texas. We got to try to get him, right? We got a couple guys coming in that, you know, it's not only about me no more. I'm going to have a great time no matter what, regardless. But we got to get some more guys on board. Yeah. So, CJ Carr committed to Notre Dame. He was the third commit at the time. And now, if you look, he's those two first guys decommitted. So, now it's like CJ's kind of the first commit. He, you got the, you know, the quarterback face you know, the super high ranking, CJ Carr, kind of this outward face of the class. But I think people are sleeping on Carson Hobbs as another face of the class. Right. I mean, I mean, a handsome young man, very active on social media. I mean, the the video with you and your teammate who's committed to Michigan, you guys kind of um, going back and forth. <clears throat> that was fantastic. Tell yep. me about your role recruiting for Notre Dame. Because I, I don't like, I think people kind of, and guys like me will talk about CJ, but we don't give you enough credit. You know, how, how often are you recruiting? What does that look like? Um, I try to do it as much as possible, try to be the biggest face. Regardless of rankings, a baller is always going to be a baller. And that's the mentality I have. I don't really, you know, focus on what goes on with social media. I know my game and I know what I can produce at any level. And I feel like, you know, I know what CJ and all of them can produce at any level too. That's why we're all going to the same place and we're all, 
I would say, elite athletes. So being able to, you know, help out as much as I can, just, you know, another voice from anybody, it don't matter whether it be a coach or a parent, will always stick to somebody. You know, some things in life, people just don't forget what you say. So some of the times and the connections and bonds you make with a lot of these recruits and players, I feel like just in general, that leads to building relationships and that helps us get more commits. So the more comfortable people feel with you and your teammates, the quicker, the faster you can beat all the other schools out to get them committed. Carson Hobbs, I, I, I mean, you can do whatever you want. You're like, and you're a very smart man, but I kind of personally, selfishly, I hope you get into communications and you like take my job one day. <laughs> you're very good in front of the camera. Do you, do you think about media after football? What do you like? What do you want to do after football? I would definitely like to uh, call games after football. Come back, call Notre Dame games. Some I want to do. I want to do something crazy like that. But I, I do. I think I have the voice. I mean, a lot of people have told me that so far, but I'm still working on it. I'm young. I have plenty of time to decide, but I think I'll definitely have to do something with communications. Tim, do you have something you want to ask? Yeah, I mean, I'm listening to Carson, and I'm like, can you tell Coach Freeman, because Freeman's an Ohio guy, you're an Ohio guy, can you take that energy and give the guys a quick little speech before the Buckeye game? Oh, of course. <laughs> guy, I'm listening to you. I was like, man, this guy's ready to roll, man. It's oh. awesome. Speaking of that real quick, <clears throat> Are you going to that game or do you got are you yes, guys sir. playing? Okay, gotcha. Got yes, sir. Yeah, I hadn't looked at your schedule yet. I looked I pulled up last year's. I didn't find uh, this year's schedule for Moeller. So I was like, yeah, is Hop's gonna be able to go to that one? So oh yeah, I'll be there. First row. <laughs> Love I'm that. excited. <clears throat> well, my you know, my question is is I'm a huge fan of Cincinnati Catholic League. Right. And I just want to hear you just talk about because it's big time football. Notre Dame's had tons of guys come out of Cincinnati Catholics and obviously go NFL and Moeller's had a you know long line of greats that have gone to Notre Dame and played. So just want, you know, I just wanted to hear, hear you talk about it. I think it's one of the five best leagues in the entire country of football, producing players, right. competition, all that. I just wanted to hear you talk about how that's prepared you uh, for Notre Dame. Uh, not only has it prepared me, but I think it's kind of showed, you know, all of the country, you know, the kind of athletes were produced. It's year after year you see in the GCO. Whether it's been the 2018 state championship LaSalle team or the 2019 LaSalle team, or even like the, the teams from Elder and X, like, I mean, they're, we're producing guys year after year. And even though we're in Ohio, I still believe that the talent that they produce in Florida and Georgia, if we were able to play year round, I, I, to be honest, I think we'd be better than all of them. And we can still compete with them being able to only play in, you know what I mean, the fall, not being able to do seven on sevens. But the GCL in general, you know, I can go out of state and tell people I go to Cincinnati Moeller and everybody will be understood and recognized where I go. So when I started doing that, I realized, like, wow, this is a blessing to have because not only am I recognized in Cincinnati, but I'm recognized everywhere I go. All right. You know what I think would be fun? Oh, I'm guessing you know what this is, Carson. Oh, yeah. Is this is this does this look familiar to you? Yeah, it looks I pretty don't familiar. remember what we said about you when you committed and we did a video talking about it. But uh Carson, why don't you break down your film? What is Notre Dame getting in Carson Hobbs? Well, see right here, you know, that's a little ball hog playing none too much. But I think, you know, you line me up against four two, four, three, four, four. I'm gonna lock them down at all times. And I think that's one of my best attributes, and I found that out. You know, after my sophomore year was my first year playing, like this guy right here, Anthony Brown, number one receiver in the state of Ohio. Me and him on that island, I was at nickel for the first time of the season, and we just got to go make plays. So I think like that, I'm going to be able to do that for the Irish. 
year in and year out. So I just hope that, you know, early on I get to show my attributes and show my skills and my speed of how good I can play man-to-man coverage and press. Tim, what do you see on his tape? Yeah, I mean, I remember when he committed, the first thing we talked about is how tall is this guy? It's like he just looks. Carson, can you answer? Yeah. How uh, t- about six, six foot and a half, six one. Yeah, because you, yeah, I mean, you play like you're six four out there. So no, I, I mean, I remember when you committed, how you know how excited your film was. You know, obviously the press and just the, I mean, it's it. You know, once again, I'm a big fan of where guys come from and where you're coming from, Cincinnati Moeller, and just the entire region is that's great football. It's right. guys that know how to show up, do the work, six a.m. workouts, five thirty a.m. workouts, Those even today, exactly. Day. That's I mean, that's that's what you do. You watch film extra, you doing it at night after watching homework, you know, doing your homework and things of that nature. It's, it's built India. And I think those things matter when you go to a, you know, big program like Notre Dame. It's, you know what to do for each and every single day for, for your next four years. Right. So in my line of work, Carson, you hear certain stories about recruits and I'm like, yeah, that guy is going to be a fan favorite at Notre Dame for you. I 100% feel like that a big part because of your story, right? Growing up a diehard Notre Dame fan, even had the early South Carolina commitment, but I mean, Notre Dame flipping a player from the sec. That's, I mean, who's it was within six hours too. I think that that was, that was huge. I didn't give any other school a chance. I just said, I called uh, South Carolina said I'm decommitting. Within the next five minutes, I committed Notre Dame, but I didn't post it till the next day. But this was a 10-minute process. I remember when you committed because there's a lot of commitments that um, a player on June 1st tweets out, hey, I'm, I'm going to be committing a, in a week from now, and, and I'm going to have a big announcement. And then Carson Hobbs is like, no, it was like 8 in the morning or something. So eight in the, nine, nine, It was like 9.15. I didn't appreciate that, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm kidding. I mean, you no, just couldn't I, wait. I, you just it, you just couldn't wait to commit. Like you just like, man, I, I I can't sit on this. When you talk to a guy like Chad Bowden, it's kind of hard not to. I mean, it's like he fires you up in general. But then I think coming from being a fan, I don't want to wait all longer. I want to get it over with. I want to get it done now. I could have waited for twenty four seven to be able to go live on there or on some. But I said, you know what? I don't even want to go through all that. I just want to commit. I'm excited. We had a comment from a Wicked Bronco Productions. He says, uh, "What part of seeing, or what part of seeing what Freeman did with Benjamin Morrison as a true freshman mean for your decision?" I know when you had committed. I think it was right after the Clemson game, actually. Yeah. When Ben Morrison, I had what a pick or t- two picks in that game. I want to say, including the pick six. And have you met Ben Morrison? Yes, I have. And not only seeing that, but that was another huge reason. Seeing how well and how you know progressively they. I guess have grown to be able to play their freshman on the field and then teach them just to gain that quick. Ben Morrison came in as a summer enrollee and ended up starting the last, what, eight, nine games of the year. And, you know, being a freshman all all American with six picks, he had an incredible season. And when I see stuff like that, it's like, okay, that's a school you want to play for, a school that gives young guys a shot, doesn't make you always wait your turn, put the best players on the field at all times, and then – it was kind of a motivation thing to go in there and try to be the next Ben Morrison. Like all respect to him, he's a great player, and I I could not see him being anything lower than a first round draft pick. So, so Carson, you had a great junior season. What are your goals for senior season? Right, recruitment's out of the way. You know where you're going. 
you get to focus on senior season without any distractions of recruiting. What do you really want to get accomplished? And from a team perspective and personal perspective. Um, so I start with my team. I would Good. love to get a state championship, and you know it's going to be hard. But I think if you know we have a lot of young talent, we lost. I would say um majority of our team that were seniors, and I think last year we had a really really good shot at doing it, but. We didn't get the job done, obviously, so I still got one more year to go out there and prove myself with my team, and hopefully we can get it done. My personal goals is I don't want to let up one catch in man-to-man coverage, 15 pass breakups, three picks, zero touchdowns, let up in zone, nothing. But I don't want one I don't want one catch level in man-to-man coverage. If they catch like a little zone, cover three curl, it's cool. I'll come make the tackle, but in man-to-man coverage, not one catch. I like it. I like it. I got two more things than Tim, if you have anything for, for Carson. I'm curious – how much would you say your life has changed since you committed to Notre Dame? You could take this anywhere you want it, but oh yeah, uh, yeah. Thoughts on that? Uh, tremendously. So even the, you know, livelihood. I would say, as being a kid, I feel like just the standard of Notre Dame. Once you commit, it kind of puts an impression on you as what what kind of character you would like to be. And I kind of found myself when I committed more okay this is what I want to do in my life. And I don't want to really focus on no outside distractions. So I cut off hanging with my friends on the weekends and I really started taking the time to focus on my grades, which I managed to make first honor, second honor, back to back after committing. So it was like, it was an eye opener of really, you know, you can forget all the partying stuff. Now I know what I'm here to do. And I know why I committed to Notre Dame. Smaller school on campus has great academics will set you up for the rest of your life with a degree but let you play at the best level of college football possible. So that was kind of my goal, and I want to implement that before I go so I don't go in there shocked, right? I'm practicing these habits now. Just getting my homework turned in on time, getting to practice early, being a leader on and off the field, and then I feel like, you know, having them traits, you know, that's something people can't take away from you. So being able to use those as a high school kid and have the people around me see what type of person I am as more of a role model, not just a guy that everybody you know, everybody wants to go out with and be with. Like, nah, I'm here for business. And I'm here to get work done. So I feel like after all that was said and done, it was really probably the greatest decision I made in my life. This is an impressive young man. Just last thing for me, Carson, you got the official visit this weekend. You mentioned, like, you guys are still doing all this practicing right, right. now. What, what does the rest of the summer look like for you? Like, what are you up to until the start of your senior year? I'm grinding. I'm training three days a week, and then we got football five days a week. Seven on seven seasons coming up. But after the official, oh no, I'm taking a trip to the uh, Dominican Republic June first to June seventh, going to Punta Cana. So we're taking nice. a little family vacation with our uh, football break. Um, I'm gonna try to get back on campus, definitely. You know, some other time this summer. But other than that, it's really just just a grind for my senior season. Help the younger guys out and work with them, so we can obviously try to reach this goal for the. Fourth chance we get to reach a state championship, even though we didn't get it done the last three times. I feel like, hey, I said it last year, this is going to be the year. So we got to keep the mentality right. And uh, other than that, just staying focused and uh, focusing on football and grades. Tim, do you have anything for him? Yeah, real quick. I mean, I just love listening. I mean, uh, you know, I love hearing you talk, Carson. I'm, ex- I'm really, really excited for you. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, you know, we talk about college and all those things, but you're going to sit back and you're going to talk about your high school memories probably more than anything. Cause high school, something about high school football is just, is awesome. You know, right. I, I can still talk to my buddies and I, and you got the most, you know, one of the most unique relationships for the rest of your life 
with that guy going to Michigan. So you're going to have so much fun smack talking the bets that are going to be coming down the road with you and Marshall. So yep, it's yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I wish you well. Thank you. I appreciate it. You got All it. right, Carson, you're the man. I appreciate you. Go get back to packing. Tell your pops I said what's up. I mean, I'm sure Daniel's watching anyway. So. He is probably. What's up, what's up Daniel? Uh, yeah, Carson, I appreciate you, man. I'm sure we'll catch up after the visit. All right, sounds good. Have a great show. You guys be safe. All Have right. a great weekend. All right, peace. Just, I mean, he he oh, he's man. seriously awesome. The YouTube chat is is loving him as seriously, well. John man, says, was, love uh, this kid. Uh, Naptown, kid's super impressive. You can tell Carson's very punctual and a very well-spoken man. Carson sounds like a future coach. Uh, yeah, this guy's super impressive. Nice work. Am I getting on the show? So, Tim, you've heard me talk about this, like why uh, why I love covering Notre Dame so much. There's there's many, many reasons. Berkshire Yank, I'd like to buy 10% of this kid's future. Oh, man. My number one reason is the people that I get to interact with, mainly the kids. The kids are just fantastic. Carson Hobbs is one of my favorite recruits ever. I, I mean, yeah, he, and I know I say that a lot, but. I, I, I really mean it. I mean, I mean we've had some, the class. I was going to say, I mean, we've had some really good. I mean, yeah, we had Cam Williams on last year when he came in. We had CJ Carr. We had, I remember Sam Pendleton, we chatted with mm-hmm. him, a few others I know I'm forgetting. And they've all been so much fun. But seriously, I'm listening to Hobbs and I'm like, dude, you are going to be the hype machine when he comes to South Bend. I can't wait to see him run out of the tunnel and play. I mean, he, he was getting me fired up. So I'm really excited for him. And, in uh, his senior year and what uh, and getting him to South Bend. So, yeah, he's a ball of energy. Special person. I told you guys before he got on, I was like, you guys are going to love him. And, I I mean, he grew up, and we didn't get into it too much, but he did grow up a diehard Notre Dame fan. And, you know, I remember he was committed to South Carolina. He visited for, I want to say, the Marshall or the Cal game last year. And, you know, when when – you're my job, right? As a recruiting writer. And I like to look out for the kids. Like, I don't want to ask them questions that, you know, could put them in a, an awkward situation. Like he's committed to South Carolina, but I obviously, and he picked up the offer following one of those, the, the visit that he took in September for one of those games. And I just remember asking him like, Hey, like you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but how does this kind of impact things with South Carolina? And you know, he was like, yeah, I, mean, I love Notre Dame. You know, basically he just kind of gushed about Notre Dame. And I was like, yeah, this kid's going to be flipping to the Irish in no time. And you guys heard, heard him say it himself. He was like, it was a very quick thing for him to go from South Carolina to Notre Dame. He he knew where he wanted to be. So, yeah. Any any other thoughts, Tim? No, no. I remember that because, yeah, that was one of those early morning commits, right? Where he just like went out and you're like, hey, are you free? <laughs> it's like this happened so fast. Yeah. yeah, but that's that. I mean, you you heard him when he was talking the excitement. Yeah, he he's like, "What the heck? I need, not, do I need to wait for? It? Let's go!" And uh, no, he's he's good. They got some. I mean, him and Leonard Moore coming out of Texas are too long. I mean, you see it on film just how crazy long he is. It's yeah. like super impressive. So can't wait to see these guys get here. And um, man, I you know I'm, I know he's gonna have a great weekend with those guys and working on those uncommitted guys. So he's, he's, he's definitely could easily be a voice for the, you know, for this program. Yeah. And I would again say that he's kind of already been a, a very good ambassador for, for awesome. Notre Dame recruiting class. Got a couple more things, uh, big topics to continue on with the show. So from time to time, I'll just see things on Twitter and I'm like, 
I'm going to send this to Tim and we're going to talk about this. Cause I know if I send it to Tim, there's a receipt there and I can just go scroll up and find it. That's what I always do. When we prepare for the shows, I'll just scroll up in my text. And be like, all right, what if I sent Tim? So this was an interesting one um, from Pete Sampson over at the athletic. He says forever interested. And this was June 6th. So that was just yesterday at one thirty. So right after Styles Prescott commits, right? He says forever interested in prospects, the recruiting rankings, industrial, industrial <laughs> complex can't reconcile on three rates. Styles Prescott as the number 189 overall player and number 10 at his position. 24-7 sees three-star, number 36 at his position. Rival sees sees a low three-star ranked at the bottom of Notre Dame's class. He didn't mention ESPN. Um, Prescott ended up getting ranked finally, which I don't really like to – you guys will never hear me trash outlets, but ESPN is just so bad. Uh, with with their rankings and recruiting they just don't pay they just don't give much effort to recruiting rankings which is why it went from on three consensus where they were all equal to now espn only has 10 percent of the it's now an industry ranking because it's not a true consensus because i mean they just ranked a kid like this and they did rank him a four star number 33 um what do they have him listed as uh an offensive tackle so number 33 offensive tackle in america um, but Tim, I know you have done some research and, and stuff you had told me before uh, we got on the show. So before I give my thoughts, I will, uh, I'll hear from you on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just real quick. Cause it's the, yeah. I mean, it's like, Oh, you know, why did this service do that service? I mean, there's basically four of them, right? So yeah, four of them, but you know, and, and people, cause on three is new and everyone likes to say it's this or that or this. So, so far, what is Notre Dame? But Notre Dame's got 19 commits. 19 commits. So just going over this year, Mike, 13 of them, 13 of the 19 on three has Notre Dame as, as their highest ranked guy. Is really? Yes. Yes. 13? 13 of them. I'm talking Cam Williams, Logan Thomas, Keith Young, Micah Gilbert. It's like you go right down the list. 13 of the 19 players on three, Notre Dame okay. is ranked or, you know, they're ranked highest on on three. Okay. Which would probably blow, you know, people don't believe that, which – is crazy. And there's a handful of two. The only ones where on three is ranked four out of four is on CJ Carr and Jack Larson. That's it. Hmm. So that's the only two. And then I even went back last year, just real quick. Half of the class last year on three had the Notre Dame commits either one or two. So half of the class last year okay. was one or two. I love I this. That interesting. I love this. But I don't know if this is really has to do with exactly what Pete tweeted, though. No, I know. I, I was just looking at you know who you know who did what you know you know comparing the four because everyone I don't know if it was a dig at I don't think it's a dig at someone, but 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 it's the perception that all of Notre Dame guys are ranked low or ranked this or certain you know people don't have Notre Dame guys high and things of that nature. And I was yeah. like, on three is like is like the the one place where Notre Dame guys are being ranked. I feel more properly. So I found that interesting just looking at them, but, but go ahead on your thoughts and I'll jump off. Of yeah. What yeah. You're... Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. I mean, obviously I want on three to rank all of Notre Dame's guys a five-star. It's great for business. But I mean, again, that's, that's what this, that's what all the rankings are. This discussion and business and yes. fan fodder and message board talk, YouTube comments, podcast, you know, that's what it is. 
but going to the tweet, and I almost mm-hmm. responded to this. I like Pete a lot, um, and and I talk to him, um, you know, when, whenever I, I get to see him. We're both big Liverpool fans. But I, I wanted to respond, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to say it on, on Twitter. I'm just going to – because I, I feel like it would come across as kind of a douchey comment. Um, so I was going to say because it's subjective and just leave it – like it's it's not – it's a subjective thing. Like this is a great example of – thing. It, this is – it's it's not a science. No, it's – It's not a – like folks, you got to remember – um, you know, everyone's saying, and look, I agree with you that CJ Carr's ranking's too low, but it's almost as if everyone knows exactly what CJ Carr's going to be in college. And we don't know. We don't, we do not know. I mean, think about the, um, that, that five-star quarterback from the Indy area a few years ago. Um, who, Hunter uh, Johnson. Hunter, jo- yeah. Hunter Johnson, Hunter. I mean, I went back, Mike, and I've done research the last ten years on quarterbacks. I know, like, I mean, Hunter John. I mean, the- Hunter Johnson. They got Ian Book because they didn't because they weren't even going to not uh, they weren't even going to take Book because they were saving that spot for Hunter Johnson. They weren't even going to take a quarterback that year to show Hunter Johnson your guy. I went back and found so many articles that had all this stuff, and he fell in love with. Um, I think he committed to Tennessee first and then Clemson, you know, so he's bound and then Northwestern, he's bounced all over the place and, and whatnot. But uh, real quick on that, Mike, you know, when we talk about the services, I mean, even going back for the old guys like me, you know, been following blue and gold forever. So when, you know, the, you know, Tim Priester and Lou Samoji used to write, they would always quote back then it was obviously Tom Lemming. Then you have Bobby Burton. Then you had, um, Oh my God, there's another guy. It was Bobby Burton in the South. Someone who knows there's a Louisiana guy who did the, who had a whole ranking system out of Louisiana who did nationals. Then you had the Atlanta journal constitution always came out with their top 50. Yeah. The best in the West. I'm a long beach, California guy and long beach press telegram. The Seattle times would just rank all the Rockies in the West. So you had all these spots that did all these things and that's how you got your rankings. That's how Lou Holtz had four straight number ones based on these little, you know, guys that did their rankings back then. So it's, it's all the same system. Now it's just a rating system online and people yeah. get to see it all. Yeah. We have a lot of people on our message board from Chicago. So a lot of guys from Chicago who follow Notre Dame recruiting are very tied in and follow Notre Dame recruiting in Chicago. So I will get questions all of the time about, hey, Mike, why have we not offered so-and-so? And they're typically from Chicago. I mean, Alabama and Michigan and Ohio State would have offered this kid. Why is it Notre Dame? Sometimes it's from, you know, it, it's academics. Maybe Notre Dame's not able to offer from academics. But, guys, sometimes just because Notre Dame just doesn't think he's a very good player. Other schools might. But, again, it's subjective, right? J.J. Watt was ranked a zero or a two-star. And he had one offer or two offers coming out of high school and look how good he was in college. And then in the NFL, people saw him and they didn't think he was good. Like they, their projections for what he would be at the next level were off. Like it's not a science as much as uh, people would like to think. Okay. Oh, real quick, Mike, put up Eugene's up there. He's the one that just, uh, with Max M. Finger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Max M., I think he's the one that had the Louisiana one. Alan Wallace was, was he Texas? He was a big name. 
I remember getting Joe Terranova, Terranova, you know, like things in the mail back then would break down. And the sporting news, every year the sporting news would have their summer yearbook and they would put the top 300 guys on the board and whatnot. And you would see them all. That's that's the way it was done back then. And now it's these four services. And like you said, Mike, it's all four. I mean, these guys, they all don't get together in a room and say, hey, who's your top 25? Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's each group breaking them down to what they see and, and roll from there. And you have fun with it. It's yeah. a fun thing to look at. It's what it is. To it's me. fun, but then it makes oh. know, my hair. You know, I'm, I'm starting to get some grace to him. <laughs> Eugene, I am very glad to see you in the YouTube chat, my friend, live with us. Uh, appreciate you and uh, your 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 friendship. Yes, Gene. Yeah, gotcha. All right. Um, okay. Th this comment, like, yeah, I I know. I was just kind of using Chicago just kind of as a general example. Yeah, yeah. Notre Dame's after Justin Scott, obviously Chris Burgess, Gabe um, Kaminsky. So. Um, for sure. Uh, Domer Wap says, Tim, I respect your view of Al Golden hustling, but I'm forced to wonder why has the D side been falling so short in recruiting, but results don't seem to commensurate his perpetual. <laughs> why can't I say that word? His effort. I'm going to get made fun of. Uh, Tim, thoughts? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, what do you, I mean, what do you, I mean, I got. I, I feel like I'm falling in the Mike Singer camp here for about 30 seconds. Where? What do you mean? Uh, well, my, you know, it's it, it's sometimes you can only get who you could get, right? I mean, as you like to kind of say in a way, like you know, you you look at the defensive recruiting. All right, there's a ton of guys that they've offered in the top 100 and whatnot. They just haven't had any traction. I mean, if, if we're going to be honest, they, they just haven't had any traction. If you look at the safeties, the linebackers, a lot of deep South guys, they just haven't had any traction on that's So they've gone out and, you know, if you want to call Bodie Cahoon, you know, Rezac, you know, you know, even the nose guard, you know, big Sean out of Florida, a lot of these diamonds in the rough, so to speak, if you, you know, you want to go there with the rankings of whatnot. So they, I don't want to be negative and use the word stri strike out, but they just haven't had traction with a lot of, Big, I'm, I'm thinking more, you know, front seven guys and whatnot. So um, I don't think it's a lack of effort. I think they're working their tails off. And I think it's a, I don't want to say, I mean, you know, maybe not a numbers game. I mean, there are some guys that have shown interest in Notre Dame. Uh, I'm a big fan of Brian Huff, the kid out of Arkansas. Notre Dame's like, we kind of like the guys we have. And you may not fit to where we are. And even though you're ranked 400 spots higher than so-and-so, we're going to go with these guys. I think that's what this class is, at least on defense, is falling in that, you know. But if they flip Beasley, if they get Asa out of St. John Bosco and, and Elijah Rushing, it's a big-time class. I guess you know, I just – You know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting group on D, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I haven't really noticed. Like, I, I also haven't dug through it to be like, all right, where exactly – are the rankings or like just the caliber of players Notre Dame's getting on defense. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's kind of just been status quo. I don't think it's, and 
improved much from recent years when Golden's yeah. been here or really dropped off. I mean, the linebacker class last year I thought was was darn good. I mean, uh, was the defensive back class last year? Um, Mike Bell, Bell, Minich, Christian Gray, Gray's in an elite corner. So, um, see, and that's the other thing I'm trying not to get too excited or too like nervous about because there's still some I think really tiny guys that haven't visited yet that they're still on, and they're going to keep recruiting and roll from there. So, it's still a still a work in progress. And I think they've gone out and I've, and I'll say, you know, the, you know, they've kind of gone out and gotten the guys they know they could get. I, I think that's what I'm kind of trying to yeah. say. They know they could get these guys and they went out and got them. Yeah. And Don Schuler. So I, I mean, I think Schuler was committed to Notre Dame before Golden was there, but yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, I, I think the defensive recruiting has been fine. I don't think it's been like amazing, but um all right, B place drops at 20 bucks. And I'm pretty sure I saw a YouTube comment from this guy saying that Singer looks like a guy that you can uh that you just want to drink some Jameson with. I screenshotted that and sent it to my buddies, and they were like, that's the best compliment that you could get. And I was like, hell yes. Um, so I appreciate this. We says uh drops a tw- very generous $20 and says, We have to finish strong on the defensive recruiting this year. Still big names out there for us. I have a good feeling we are going to pull it off. Would you agree that the Marcus Freeman era has better recruiting vibes? Okay, I talked about this, Tim, and I th- I don't remember if it was the Press God video or the Young video, where I was like, you just – or maybe it was on our show last week. You just look at the recruiting. It just feels like they are stacking so much talent on top of talent. Like, you there, there's not as many guys you feel like are just total flyers, like an Alexander Ahrensberger. Yeah, remember back in the 2020 class. Like I, I feel like there was a lot more flyers. Now when you even look at the three star guys, Carson Hobbs being one of them, flipped them from South Carolina. Teddy Rezac, the whole thing was, well, he doesn't have a Nebraska offer. Yeah. Well, Nebraska ended up offering him. Yeah. You know, like Paul Mullins, yep. three star guy with an offer from USC. You know, I just feel like even the lower ranked guys, yeah, have like a lot of quality to them. Or like Tim likes to say, where do you come from? Carson Hobbs, Cincinnati Catholic League, Cole Mullins, Atlanta. I know, like, so I I also want to mention, right, we can all say that the Brian Kelly era, and B Place, again, really appreciate this, the super chat. The Brian Kelly era was was really good for, for like, the 2000s weren't that great. Things turned around under, under Brian Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. One time did he sign back-to-back top 10 classes. Once, 2013-14. Marcus Freeman, we're going to give him credit for the 2022 class, right? Or, or a lot of credit, right? He's the D.C., signed a damn good defensive class. And then when he became head coach, kept that class together, right? Top 10 class in 2022, number six. 2023, the number 10 class. So right there, he's done something that Kelly's only done once. He did once at Notre Dame. And he's probably going to be at number a top 10 class again this year. Yes. Kelly never, I mean, back to back to back your first three recruiting classes. It's this. And again, I know rankings. Uh, I always like to tell you guys, it's just one data point. It's yeah. not the whole picture. I'm not like, will Marcus Freeman have as much success as Brian Kelly did at Notre Dame? That's to be determined. But just from that data point, there's still a lot of reason to be excited about Notre Dame recruiting. Yeah. And I'll say off of that is, you know, I've, I've actually gone, you know, I'm starting to look at, you know, instead of top 50, top 100, I'm just looking at, all right, NFL draft, which is basically, what, 255 players. 
you know, so I just started looking at uh, numbers there, Mike. And Notre Dame, the last two years, have signed 13 in the top 255 the last two years. 13 players. Under the Brian Kelly only did that one time. And that was the great 2013 class where he signed 16 of them. So that shows you right there, back-to-back classes. And this year, if they close strong, they're going to be double digits more than likely in that type, in that stat right there. Once again, it's just a data point, just a stat, just yeah. looking at things, not like because people are going to come back, oh, they didn't get, you know, 38 five stars. You know, I, I get it. They didn't get everyone in the top 50. I get it, you know. But when you're stacking players still, it's still a collection of them. And they're getting a lot of these guys and the rankings, you know, we're talking here, it is in June and you know, Mike, they're going to have what three or four more updates. There's going to be so many more updates that are going to come and go. So just got to keep working. I think, yeah, I saw the gentleman thought it was a gotcha question. No, I don't think it's a gotcha question. It's an interesting one because I think some, you know, just this take a step back. I think once again, the expectations, the excitement when Marcus Freeman came aboard was, he was going to go get the Sammy Browns. I'm just using him because he committed to Clemson. He was going to go in and get these, you know, a bunch of these freakazoids and, and stuff like that. And he is in certain spots and they are getting a high, a high quality group of football players these last few years. So it's just got to keep being positive. And you're, I mean, you're already breaking down you and Kyle Kelly on online already breaking down to 2025 and the amount of interest in 2025 is bigger i feel than these la- these first two years with freeman so it is it's 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 a machine that is working i i think they're starting to really get a big groove here yeah um appreciate all the comments this has been a, a fantastic show really really have enjoyed this one a couple comments real quick jay Carr says no buying talk about with super chatman michael <laughs> i i can't guarantee that i will not do that i haven't had talk about in a long time if you guys can believe it i think it was actually saturday um for lunch that's what i i left my house early t- stopped the Taco Bell before going to the airport. I was like, I will leave here early so I can go get Taco Bell. And uh, my wife won't shame me uh, until she yeah, sees, you, you know, that on the, the, you know, the balance account. But yeah, I was going to say you and Taco Bell just real quick, man. I, I, I don't think I've been to a Taco Bell in 10, 12 oh, years. Man, so. man. That's me. I grew up in California. Mexican food. And that's what we're going to get. Notre Dame lands a commitment from Gerby Lambert. Then oh, my man. ass will fly up to Boston and, um, there's actually one. I will come to your house. Way. I'm gonna pick you up. We'll go to Taco Bell. We'll go to Catholic Memorials game. Oh man! And uh, and that'll and fun. that'll be a fantastic time. Does that yeah, sound good? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Get some chicken soft tacos and we'll roll. They gotta have chicken soft tacos. Like I said, I have it right. Or <laughs> dude, uh, yeah, I think you can customize it, make it happen. But their their uh, their menu is taking all right. a lot. It's changed a lot in there. William says, "Forget the rankings, Mike. Again, follow the offers data point offers. film. But thing thing about offers is, there was a kid um back when I was covering USF. My first class would have been 2014. Kid was ranked as a top hundred player, had offers from everyone, and then he." like just kind of fell off. Like, I don't know if it was a grades thing or he just didn't have a really good junior season. And he ended up at USF and he had the elite offer list. Right. I mean, but there's context there. Like, so there's all sorts of different data points. The film, obviously a very important thing, character grades, all, all data points. So let me say something on the offers is I, I like the offers, but 
the flip side, Mike, is you know Notre Dame's got some Georgia guys, correct? So yes. they got some Georgia guys without big SEC offers. So are those the guys Notre Dame can get out of Georgia? You know what you know what I mean? I'm trying to say here instead of trying to go head to head with Bama, Florida, Georgia, Jaden Thomas, Deion Colsey. That yeah, was and those happen too, you know. No, I know, but they haven't happened the last few years, have they? That's the other side. So yeah. Yeah, you know, that you know, that's all. And I think I think those things will come. Obviously, that was the tail end of Brian Kelly, who had been there for a decade plus. Freeman's only been there one season. So yeah. But that's just I'm just saying the flip side when people talk about offers. Okay, if you follow the off, appreciate the five, Andrew Gilmore, big fan of the show. If you follow the offers, don't you like our competition for rushing better than Scott? I, I mean, I think when we're talking about offers, we're more about evaluating the player, right? If Nick Saban offered this guy and really wants some, then that's a very poor data point. But in terms of this, so I think what, unless I'm misunderstanding this, now now we're talking about the, the schools that the kid likes because, you know, the kid can have offers from everywhere, but then he likes UTSA. Kedron Young had offers from all these big-time schools. He used one of his officials on UTSA. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I, I think at that point, um, yeah, it, it – I mean, it, the kid can go wherever he goes. Yeah, and with and with Russian being obviously, you know, West, you know, he's in Tucson. That is not West Coast. That is the desert times ten. But um, yeah, I mean, what is it? It's Oregon, pretty much, right? It's or it's Oregon. He likes Arizona, State. though. He does like Arizona a lot. Exactly, and that's once again staying local, staying home. You know, new coaching staff. I think that coach has only been there a year. They're probably selling them like crazy, and uh, you know, stay homes, all that good stuff. So yeah, I mean. I mean, without a doubt, I know he's got Rocky Top coming up here, you know, and th- that stuff works hard. And then Oregon, you know, it's been constantly mentioned, Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. So, yeah, this will be interesting. The, uh, uh, there, man, there's just w- w- with Kedron Young's recruitment and talking to sources going into his official visit last weekend. N- no expectations. My people like people I talk to like. We would love to have him, but we have no idea how this one's going to go. And I say this all the time, Tim. Notre Dame is one of those places that if you get them on the visit, you anything can happen because Notre Dame is one damn special place. Um, I, I was going to say real quick because the yeah. article before he visited was everybody in Texas A&M. thought he was going to AM. Yeah. Everyone thought he was going to AM on Friday. So. Yeah. So, like, you get them to Notre Dame. So, I say that with rushing, it's the same kind of vibe. And also for Bradley Shaw, and I will talk a lot more about these recruits officially visiting this weekend in our Friday afternoon live show, which I need to make sure Trey Entity is available for for Friday afternoon show. Um, if not, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go solo. Unless Tim, are you working Friday afternoon? And I need a day off, so maybe I'll take a day off and we'll just yeah uh, talk about recruitment. Bradley Shaw is an interesting. Wait, one. you're gonna take a day off to to work with me? You're saying? I might. I might. All right. I, might I need a day off. I need a day off from work. So I think I think I might do that. You know. Who All right. Knows? I'll have my people talk to your people. I like that idea. But um, yeah, I, I think rushing Shaw, like some of these guys, Carter Nelson, just just getting just just getting you know, since you mentioned Shaw, just getting a top one fifty ish guy who's got every SEC offer in you know in the conference. To come up to South Bend in June for an official visit is huge. I mean, seriously, that's huge. That's that was shocking when 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 I saw that article come out on Blue and Gold. Like he was visiting, I was like, wow. Yeah. So, but 
going back to the, you know, when he visited what during the spring, he loved it. He was like, this is a different spot. So fingers crossed. Uh, so Andrew says, yeah, I think we can beat out those schools, but, but I mean, the thing is, you know, it's like in a game of football, Notre Dame can beat a school 45 to 14. They have won, right? They have won. Notre Dame can recruit Elijah rushing better than Oregon and Arizona and all these schools. Like they could just work a lot harder, show them a lot more love, but it's not in Notre Dame's hands at the end of the day. Yeah. So um, that's kind of how that goes. Yeah. Um, that's going to be the real Johnson quick. Spot. Do we know how Tay's visit went? Tay Johnson from Fort Dane Northside. Actually, I mean, if you go to blueandgold.com, which I always like to tell people, hey, this we give a lot of information on YouTube and, and podcast, but the website, if you want a lot more on Notre Dame football and recruiting, uh, this picture, this player pictured here is Nate Roberts, a 2025 tight end yeah. who Tim loves. But yeah. in the article, I, I broke down Tay Johnson's visit. I want to say in an article um, yesterday, I have Tay, I mean, I did updates here too during his yeah, visit. Sure. So a lot on Tay Johnson at blueandgold.com. And uh, the deal is uh, $1 for three months or $49.99 for a year. Okay. Um, to wrap up the show, Tim. Want to go through the four uncommitted official visitors right. that we have confirmed. And again, I will break down their recruitments a lot more on our show Friday. Um, but just general thoughts on each guy um, heading into the visit. We'll start with El Campo, Texas safety, Oliver Miles. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I forgot all about him because then following the other guys, I really like Paul Menke. I think he's super athletic. And when you, in your quote, which is constant when you talk about Miles, is Notre Dame staff loves this guy. Yeah, they do. His film, we get in his film down the road. Hopefully he commits. Man, we can talk about him forever. He is crazy fast. Plays quarterback 90%. He's, he's, he reminded me instantly of Isaiah Canyon, who's playing quarterback and playing all the positions but wide receiver. Same with Miles. He's playing on offense. You see him a little bit on D. Um, I had no idea this guy's that fast. I would love to see his – some of his track times because he is crazy fast with the ball in his hand. So they want to put him at safety. You got Tay Johnson, who you watch Tay Johnson's film, it's all wide receiver, but they seen these great athletes to put on the back end. So man, if Notre Dame could close with these guys athletically, it, that's huge at safety uh, for uh, Notre Dame down the road, just ath athlete speed wise. He, He's crazy with the ball in his hands. Those long legs look like he looks like a receiver, and here he is. Oh man, uh, scoring touchdowns yes. um, at quarterback. People okay. need to go watch it. He is fun to watch run. Uh, Carter Nelson, Ainsworth, Nebraska. That's Tim, if you want to talk about twenty twenty four tight end recruiting, you got oh. Jack Larson committed, and then Carter Nelson, and then I don't know after that. It's okay. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, exactly. It's either going to be those two, and then you save the spots for next year, but. uh I want to. I, I, I want to see. I want to hear Mike Goolsby talk about him. You know, uh, when he gets on next, and hopefully he's a Notre Dame commit down the road. But athlete, once again, these. You know, everyone talks about tight end, and I'm like, man, if Notre Dame's got a log jam. Put this dude at D end. Mm. He is crazy. He has no fear. Fast as could be. His basketball. I want to see him and Eli Raritan go one on one in basketball. I think that will be fun. Because he's a heck of a basketball player. So I read uh, earlier, you know, he just visited Georgia. Obviously, he's, you know, sky high Georgia. He loves and stuff like that. But he's going to be at Notre Dame. He's been at Notre Dame before. And um, great athlete. I've always said, 
I've always felt it's Nebraska because I'm like, how's Matt Rule going to let this guy leave the state? So who, if someone gets him away from Matt Rule, congratulations to that coaching staff. Yeah. Be pretty cool to have Notre Dame have two guys in Nebraska um, yes. in the same recruiting class. I'm sure Mike Goolsby, our uh, resident uh, native of the, yes. well, not native, obviously he's from Chicago, but um, from that uh, Omaha really lives there. All right, this is my favorite super chat, guys. I- I'm going to put for YouTube this the solo on Tim Hyde. This man's hair is seriously impeccable. Gene says drops twenty bucks, so he's basically paying for a haircut for you, Tim. Oh, uh, I love it. barber, and things can only go up. So <laughs> I tell you what, I always say all the time. I love my my dad. He passed away a year ago, and he left me unbelievable jeans with hair. Thank you, Dad. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Tim Tim Hyde, awesome person, awesome person, it. handsome guy, great head of hair. Man, I, when I grow up, I want to be just like Tim Hyde. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Elijah Rushing. Five-star defensive end, the Keon Keeley clone. How big would this one be for, for the Irish if they're able to get him committed? As, as I said 30 minutes ago, I want to see Marcus Freeman get some of these guys. You know, I, I mean, this is this is huge. I mean, seriously, it's it's huge. You know, Jagasaw was top 50. Sneed, he had the massive connection with, with the coach and whatnot. This would be old-school recruiting. You're going into the de- – I'm telling you, if, you have, if no one's ever been to Tucson – it's about 175 degrees all year round. It is hot. It is the middle of nowhere, Arizona, and great high school football, South Point Catholic. I've coached in that stadium. Great, great uh, atmosphere, great program. So, yeah, they'll be getting a – you know what? You know, we you – know, just real quick, you know, we talk about all these guys they sign. We're not talking a lot about ready-to-go guys. We're talking about, oh, we'll see this guy in three years. Let's see him redshirt. You get an Elijah rushing – He's going to play. They were. They will get him on the field as a freshman. So this is a guy who could definitely come in and play right away. When I say play right away, I'm not saying starting. I'm just saying we're we're going to see him on the field next year. All right. I guess people are saying that uh, Gene's comment was actually a roast of Tim. Tip your barber. Think if that's the case, you're 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 silly, and I don't want to see you around in these parts anymore. Because Tim has the best head of hair I've ever seen in my life. I, so need, I, I, I guess I need a haircut. Sorry, buddy. Tim, you look fantastic, man. Oh man. Uh, Andrew says, Mike, it was good to see you on location at Notre Dame. Did you hit up brothers for a beer? I mean, I'm in and out, man. I don't, I was just happy that I got to go work in the library for a bit, you know, and, and I, yeah, I'm not, uh, I don't get to do a whole lot. I mean, I'm, these chips are boom, 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 you know, for, for me. And, uh, yeah, I, I am, I'm tall and Kyle is a little bit short, but so it was pretty cool. Kyle and I got to do a video talking about, uh, oh, God, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Why? It, what? What am I going to expect? Like, there's there a stool? I, you know, <laughs> last time I saw Kyle, I mean, as we joked, he was in the the cave with the video with you. <laughs> you, know, we, you know, I was like, Kyle, turn a light on, buddy. It's like, <laughs> hey, you looked pretty dark in your show last week. I know. That's why I told my mother in law. I was like, we got to get some lights on in this. Right. We got to upgrade. I I I don't remember if I told you we're going to get you a, a ring light for your uh, laptop. There you so. go. Yeah, I, will, I will get you that shipped out soon. Okay. Last but certainly not least, a four-star linebacker from Alabama with an Alabama Auburn offer. How this yeah. would Georgia, I mean, this would be one of the biggest recruiting upsets of the century. But I've met this kid in person, no nonsense, really smart. I mean, this seems like a kid that could be like, no, nah, I want to leave my home state. Like I, I love Notre Dame. Like I could see it. Yeah. But 
also, that would be a crazy recruiting upset. Oh, it's it's huge. I mean, you can't even you can't even there's, there's no there's not a lot of words. It, it'd be huge, and it would once again go to Freeman pulling an upset, getting some of these guys, getting you know Notre Dame getting some of those guys. You know, we talk all the time. You know, these SEC schools they don't want their guys leaving their home state to go to Notre Dame because then they're going to come back and say, "Man, South Bend's awesome. I love the campus. I love the coaches." And then you get that cycle going. So I am open. Justin, you know, Justin Tuck falls on campus this weekend is, you know, from his Goldman Sachs job. I think he's at Goldman Sachs, right? And uh, he just happens to, you know, fellow Alabama young lad talking to Bradley Shaw. That would be awesome. But, um, yeah, it, it, it'd be huge. Because, Mike, just look at the RPM again. So, yeah. it's like, when was the last time Notre Dame beat a guy with Alabama was number one going into a visit? So, Kudos to the staff for getting him up there, and kudos to Bradley Shaw for taking a hard look at Notre Dame. So very exciting. All right, so that's the four official visitors. Uh, I mean, Thursday afternoon I'll have a visitor preview article. There's a bunch of commits on campus. It's a pretty big visitor list, but just um, as of now, at least the four uncommitted official visitors. Friday show where I will talk recruiting by myself or with – Trey Anity or maybe even Tim, um, if, if our people can connect and make that happen. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll get Goolsby back on soon. June is a fun time at blueandgold.com. So uh, make sure to head over to the website and check things out. Again, our current offer that we have going on is $1 for three months or $40.99 um, for the year. Tim, fun show tonight, my friend. Yeah, a lot um, of talking, a lot of good talking tonight for – june and we're a few months away from game one so yeah thanks for everyone showing up tonight it was a nice little first week of june so thank you so much yeah been a great show i'm mike singer i'm gonna sign off tim hyde and his beautiful hair and uh that's a wrap for this week's show appreciate you all and we will catch you next time Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.